Hey everyone, I'm really excited to share this with you, as I've wanted to do a podcast style recording for ages now. It's nothing serious, but I just really enjoy talk, chatting to people, so I'd really like to do a few more moving forwards. I kicked things off with Eddie and Cole. He's pretty easy to talk to, so I thought it was a good place to start. He talks a bit about the Van Zax mansion, making calcium pills to help with recovery, taking the under-21s enduro team to the strippers before they won the Trophy of Nations, and he finishes up things with a few stories about Marshy last year. I really hope you enjoy it. I enjoyed the process, and I'd like to do a few more moving forward. So let me know what you think, and enjoy. Guys, terms. You've got the podcaster, eh? Oh, yeah, I've got one episode under my belt. What was that worth? Behind enemy lines. Who was it worth? Ah, we did a pivot one. Oh, yeah, and you all sat down. Yeah, we just, and it, we just sat around drinking bottles of wine and talking shit. Yeah, well, that's what got me inspired for this. Yeah. I was like, if they, they can do it, all we need is a bottle of wine, a laptop, and we're good to go. It's definitely not as easy, even when we did that one, and we know each other really well, it was quite awkward. Yeah. But that was because you, we kind of, I'd like hatched questions. Yeah. So then as soon as you ask a question, you're like, they answer it, and then it just goes quiet. Yeah. But then once you get onto a topic and start talking shit, your way flows <laughs> nicely. And when you have a few more wines and a few more cruises, then... Vodka cruises, bold black carrot and apple. Personal favourite, this one. It's good for keeping the uh, conversation rolling, I think. Mm. Hopefully. Well, um, we just had a guts full today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's start <laughs> off. You were saying before we um, start recording, you said about you had the week from hell and you guys are leaving tomorrow. What time do you leave tomorrow to go to Europe? Uh, Cole doesn't leave. I don't know why Cole's oh. not. I don't know why Cole thinks he's stressed out. Oh, the, str- you just, the stress like pushed over onto me and it made me think that I was leaving tomorrow. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving tomorrow at 12 and I've been telling everyone this week that I've been chipping away at my jobs but I really haven't because today <laughs> I woke up and I was like shit I've got so much to do and um, yeah it's just bottlenecked compiled mm. and then yeah but slowly getting it done Walker couldn't make it because he's still otherwise occupied with his he's admin. stuck in the bottleneck yeah, it's not through the other side yet. I mean, moving out of your room and stuff's always hard. Yeah, yeah. Have you not? Because you guys, if people have been following the zoo sort of stories, you've obviously got like probably the best house in Queenstown. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> the best <laughs> house yeah. for some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe not for others. But yeah, but you've not found anyone to find the room for the room. No, nah, we've got we've got both all them filled. Oh, they're filled. Yeah. Well, oh, easy. We had piece of cake. Applications coming out of our ears. Oh yeah. What was the uh, the scrutinizing process? Did you have them in for an interview? Uh, oh, we just kind of wanted someone we would with that someone knew. Mm-hmm. But we ended up getting Minji and um, Elvis. Mint. Yeah. yeah. So that's easy as and Elvis is an ex chef, so the boys will be stoked. Yeah. But it's just moving out of your room sucks. Putting all your, we've unlocked a new zone and yeah, the garage space is we've got serious like serious unlock in the loft of the garage. Oh, um, right. It's like a trap door. Yeah. So we've just got everything up there. New level. Yeah. All our bikes. It's like a new unlock. <laughs> Helmets. Yeah. Everything we're not taking is just mm. in the roof of the garage now. Yeah. So they, uh, the boys got that house in. How did it come about, that house? Because I'm sure, like, if you've not been, people have probably definitely seen stories or something that's come out of it because it's a bit of a party, a bit yeah. of a playground, motor, supercross tracks it's in the back com- garden. It's a it's quite a complex. It's yeah, a it's compound. Definitely, definitely a compound. compound. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, the boys' we, paradise. Yeah, <laughs> really. no, it's the um, crusty demons of sand compound. 
yeah. And then how did the boys fall on that one? Because you've got probably you've got a pretty good reputation in town for <laughs> the rental agencies. So yeah, when I've Jackson Davis walks into Harcourts, it's not the easiest mm. conversation. I've definitely got a bit of a blemish to record, but. <laughs> Um, officially, no one else does. Just myself and James Hampton from some previous indiscretions in another house. Mm. But um, no, nah, it just came up on loads of people have scored these COVID mentions yeah. just from. Um, I think Jacko just found it on Facebook. Yeah, it just came just up on Facebook. Scrolling at the end of lockdown, just came upon it, and then I think they like bike around and checked it out, and they're like, "This place like looks man." I don't. Eddie and I didn't move in for like nah. the first two months, so we didn't see when they first moved in. But I think it was like a bit of a mess eh? like yeah grass up the side of the house you can check it out on the Vanzax YouTube there's all the the makings of the zoo pretty much in the vlogs um but yeah I think they moved when they moved in it was like pretty overgrown and then they just went to town and restored it back to its former glory and then some if not better yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people would say it was a bit of an upgrade not many <laughs> houses in Queensland have a super cross track in the background so nah super cross track outdoors track I think it used to be like a full um people before the person owns it now used to have like immaculate garden like one of the nicest gardens in Queensland it's like a video on Vimimo uh-huh. and it's like insane yeah, it, won, <laughs> it won heaps of awards well I'm sure it'll win even more now yeah yeah. like with the ponds and stuff yeah, one of the old ladies comes around and like trims some of the trees because she, she wants some big plants because like, <laughs> I think heaps of them are quite nice and there's so many fruit trees it goes insane with the fruit yeah. trees so that's pretty sweet and we were super lucky because we've got a very lenient landlord yeah and um, we also don't really have any neighbours which means max noise yeah <laughs> yeah allows for some pretty good parties eh, without yeah. really without causing any trouble yeah so it's man, it's ideal for everyone yeah I don't think that house could have gone to a better bunch of people <laughs> that would have used like the whole area to the yeah we definitely maximise the space I think so yeah yeah it'll be a shame when we one day the day we have to move out but it's probably a week long process mm. it'll be a pretty good send off though I'm sure yeah, it might be easy, but it might just get burnt down. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying we need to be careful about letting if people knew that it was the last party because yeah. some damage might be done. But yeah, I'm sure that won't get out mm. at all. But it makes it sad. <laughs> it, make, it makes it sad leaving because you like with the co- with COVID and stuff. We've spent like quite a lot of time at home in the last year and a half, so you get kind of used to it. That's got to be the most time for most people in your guys, you know, profession that have that you've spent at home. I guess in one stint for a pretty, while now, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, for a long time. Um, yeah, so it was like it's well up until like a week ago, it was definitely mixed emotions because I was like really enjoying being at home, but then now that it's gotten bullshit cold. <laughs> oh man, it's dropped off a bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 because I was like the riding here was so good. And it still is, but um, it just gets a bit harder and harder to get motivated to go. Yeah, it was like minus Peddling. five the other morning. I was like, mm. I don't think I've experienced minus five in a long time. No. <laughs> mm. Well, is this this is your first full Queenstown summer, is it? Or is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, this is my first full Queenstown summer. I've always done like little stints, but yeah, first full. So, where you're, so. even up north for you, it's normally pretty warm. Yeah, this time of year. Like, even when we have friends come down, they're like, oh, I can't believe how cold it is down here. I'm like, really? It's like I thought it was all good. Yeah. <laughs> so just you need to go home and then realise that the North Island's way warmer. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I went home last week and it was mint. I was surfing and it was sweet. It was cruisy as. And then down here it's like phew, almost snowboarding. Yeah. Mm. But um So the pack up's still underway. 
for tomorrow. Oh, it all, it's always underway. It never, it never ends because you forget stuff. It seems but, to flow a bit better when you're like deep under stress, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, just, I wish I wasn't. I didn't leave everything to the last minute, but it definitely makes you do it. It is. It is. It's it, way it, it has to, well, you got no choice, really. Yeah, it's way easier. But um, we don't have to take bikes. Oh, that makes life. Um, so that makes better. it easier. But then we have to take. Yeah, but then you just gotta find stuff, to, places to put it and whatnot. But we're slowly getting through it. So you say the be- it's been week from hell. Are we still? No, nah, it hasn't really been the week. So it was just the pack of wins. Yeah, that's a mess. So that's where it started and ended with the pack of wins. It's kind of just been the day from hell, but it's yeah. just a bit stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> Hence why we've got a box of vodka cruises. Well, yeah, just, stressfully. Yeah, we've had a gut. Pretty good for the body and the mind mm. and the soul. And I always like to be a little bit hungover for a big flight. Because then. Um, Very much the best travelling Yeah, yeah, these are <laughs> yeah. like travelling stuff. There's a takeaway from this. We yeah. could probably just end it there and. Um, get on a belter before you leave for 12 hours. And then, yeah, you just hop on the plane and you're just like, oh, finally. Can make the chicken a little bit stressful though if you're a little bit overweight. <laughs> mm. I think I'm going to be sweet, which is nice. Yeah. Well, minus the bikes, that's got to be a pretty nice oh, yeah. change for you guys. Totally. Oh, we've got to take a frame, so i got to have a box, but it's pretty chill. But yeah. What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Oh, we're quite exciting, eh? We're getting into the, uh, the winter maintenance for the Skyline Bike Park. Well, sorry, not the Skyline, the Queenstown Bike Park. Mm. Uh, so there's going to be a, quite a few trail builders on there this winter so things should get pretty there's a lot happening oh yes actually of, can you tell there's, us there's probably not too much I can say at this point <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it all yeah but the, what people need to like can know is yeah there is going to be there's going to be stuff happening they're not not crazy um, uh, like crazy upgrade developments if you like but all the trails that are currently there are going to hopefully get a pretty good fluff Mate. It should be almost like we want to call it a reset, you know, rather that it's not just going to be like, yeah, you know, almost like try and take it back three years kind of yeah. worth of, I don't know, erosion, if you like. Yeah, so hmm. yeah, many hands make light work for that one. We normally have a pretty small crew and we can rattle through it in the, the, the four months off we got, but it's what you can get done is, you know, you, you've got to sometimes just go with like, that's good enough. Yeah, Whereas yeah. now we're going to get like plenty of hands and all like pretty experienced guys up there, so it's going to be pretty good. Um, oh, pretty bloody good, I think. Coming up next oh, time. frothing! Yeah, yeah. I heard a few whispers about that, and I was like, mean. Yeah, and then there is um, there are developments on the horizon as well. Hmm. It's just getting all the right boxes ticked yeah, up yeah. until that stage. That's so why I can't really say much now because nothing's confirmed. So I don't yeah. want to say, yeah, this is going to happen, and then it not happen. So everyone's yeah, hopes up. Yeah, so everyone just. I guess watch that space. I'm sure it'll be on like the Skyline Instagram page or on a few other people's. Yeah. But it's good. Even if there's nothing new, what's the maintenance that's going to be done is going to be quite refreshing on the old arms because cops a bit of a hammering over midsummer. Yeah. Yeah. Your hands get pretty done in. Pretty uh, impressive how well you keep the trails up there maintained though. Yeah. For the not many other bike. Not many bike parks have trail crew that actually like are lifties and then go out and patch and. Mm. actually do work that needs doing well I think key thing for the hiring I do I'll get Riders. I won't get anyone that's 
you you got riders, but then you, you can you've got almost like a few different degrees of rider, you know, and you can kind of tell who's like really the passion, you know, the, the passionate riders what I guess you want to go for. You don't want somebody who thinks like they're too cool for school. They're just there to like, yeah. I don't know, just yeah, just yeah, be yeah. part of the crew so they can make make friends. Not that it's a bad thing, but like they need to be there because they're like passionate and love yeah. what's and they want to push this the park into like yeah, yeah, cool yeah. direction and like everyone we got. You know, we've had Jacob, who's unfortunately leaving, but he's going to go and do cool things with uh, his next venture, I guess. But mm. Jacob's been epic over the last few years. And then... Um, kind of passes the torch to Matt Big a bit. Yeah, yeah, passes the torch on definitely to, to Matt and a few of the boys. Um, which, and then, yeah, I guess I got it from Kep yeah. a few years ago. Like, Kep was, like, mad. You guys know what it was like if you cut it his turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He would come, bike park sheriff. Eh? He would come after you with a bike. two week ban from the bike park sheriff. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 we got. We <laughs> <laughs> both got banned. We, we yeah, yeah, both got some hot water. Mm. Oh, it was our own fault. Yeah, the, cre- the creative lines. There was a bit but, too much creativity. Yeah. yeah. So, but no, I think as yeah, I don't know, as funny as it is, and I think it's good to have those. You know that sort of discipline if you like around it it's not just like we're not there to fuck around with it and make it well try to make the best bike park in the world it might not be oh, the biggest I'd, I'd say I'm pretty biased but I reckon in terms of the uh, horse. in terms of the variety of trails and the actual I reckon yeah. it's the best it's like the technical trails are yeah. like pretty technical and then mm. the jump trails it's all it's all good. comes down to opinion but mm. yeah. um, but like Whistler like obviously Whistler's got the jumps and stuff, and if like if you could copy and paste dimensional A line into Skyline, then it would just tick all the boxes. Yeah. But um, Whistler doesn't have the downhill tracks that we've got, mm. or like the combinations that you can do. It's sick. Yeah, I definitely think when you say it want you want we want it to be the best bike park in the world, it doesn't mean like we we'll, we judge ourselves against Whistler because I, I don't no, think, no, I don't no, think no. you can. It's to- no. totally different, but. You know, for what what guys will get out of it, and I don't think for every rider it is. I think some riders. But if you come here in April, you know. you're like, this is the best yeah. time of year to ride. Mm. It's so good. Yeah. Even when it's during the morning, it like just makes the track run so. Mm. No. So no, it's, it should be pretty exciting, and we'll see. Hopefully, a few more borders open, and well, unfortunately, means the lines might come back. It's been bloody awesome this year with no <laughs> lines. <laughs> it's, it's been, been refreshing. Sick. I didn't. I didn't. Ne- I didn't really ne- get nearly as many runs as I would have liked this season, but it was. Yeah. I noticed a couple of Aussies on the left that said they were here on holiday. So yeah, we've had a couple rolling. Not not many or not a heap. No, there've been a couple, but not yeah. heaps. But yeah, it's all right. I'm sure they'll come. Yeah, we'll just keep enjoying it while it's nice and quiet. Maybe we should. No, it's actually the shittest bike park in the, <laughs> yeah. in the world. Don't don't yeah. come to to Queenstown. Yeah. It's no no good. Bad and enough. we're not going to do any maintenance this winter. It's it's going to be shit next year, don't bother. <laughs> mm. Copy that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just breaking bumps, really. Yeah, breaking bumps, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you didn't get many laps. You were injured for a bit, eh? Yeah. What was the injury again? Um, a few injuries. A oh. good shopping list. Of yeah, a bit of a shopping list. Yeah, um, we started off the one with George with a... We just talked about bloody collarbone breaks for ages. Yeah, And it George. was a bit, bit deep, and I was like, well, mate, I think we're... There's going to be a few injury talks on if I'm going to do podcasts because yeah. pretty injury prone. Oh, especially Georgian's one. Georgian's one mentally would have been so hard. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, like, I think no one really, no one really understands you? like how gnarly that would have been for someone mm. to just. And same, same thing happened with Jack Moore. Yeah, Jack's one was, and he's like, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just like 
people just write you off saying like you're doing it wrong yeah. but you're only following professional advice it's yeah. like you go to a doctor and they tell you to do something you do it because they're a doctor and then you break your collarbone and then you do all the rehab right and then you ride for the first day back and you break your collarbone again and then everyone's just like oh like he's doing it wrong but he's like in your head you'd be like well nah I'm just doing what I've told mm. and then yeah yeah so p- poor George it would have been pretty tough mentally yeah and it's pretty sick because he's like fully back to full speed yeah we're just back to George yeah, yeah. like that double we did that <laughs> yeah we went up and filmed the stupid double we did and I was like I wouldn't even have crossed my mind that it was a jump yeah like the thing mm. is stupidly big and then I think like Brooke and Blinker up there and they're like George are you sure you want to do this <laughs> and I, I was like well if George thinks he can do it he yeah, can do yeah, it shut and the I was filming up. it and I, I was like as he jumped I like as he landed I like clicked the stop button because I was like so nervous and I was like oh he's done it <laughs> and he just like greased it perfectly I was like he's insane now. I was but, saying to him he needs to make him look a bit harder yeah because mm. he makes it look so easy that, that one he was, was huge just, yeah. he's just a man for ages mm. and you, I, when this comes out I think the edit that he's been working on will be out yeah. it might be tomorrow yeah so this is actually going to be the fir- our first episode but I actually talked to George already just so people don't get confused <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah George I think you said it might come out tomorrow yeah um, it's going to be out pretty soon anyway mm. So, but yeah we talk about George and his collarbone breaks and his edit in episode two so stay tuned for mm. that. we'll go back for now we'll go back to Eddie's injury so you said uh, you had a few yeah so at national champs I just in the race run I just um, got a little bit offline and ended up going over the bars and just unfortunately landed straight on a huge boulder and didn't really keep moving I just stopped and ended up breaking my pelvis in like three places broke four ribs um, my ankle and lacerated my kidney and bruised my lung, <laughs> which was uh, take chips off your spine. Too. Oh yeah, and like kind of cheese grated, <laughs> cheese grated my spine a little bit. Jesus. Um, but in saying that, it's like it does sound like a huge list, but all those injuries kind of healed independently at the same speed. Yeah. So um, the recovery time wasn't the ro- recovery time didn't like compound at all, mm. um, and then. Thankfully, like, nothing needed surgery, which was real good. Um, like, I didn't even know I'd broken my ankle until two weeks in. Because I was bed, pretty much laid up in bed. And then once I started getting a little bit more mobile, because my hips and stuff were so sore, um, the only thing holding me back was my ankle. So I had to go into hospital, and I was like, oh, can you x-ray my ankle? And they're like, you've nothing, done anything to your ankle. And I was like, yeah, but we never x-rayed it. And then they x-rayed it, and they're like, oh, you've actually broken your ankle. <laughs> I was like I kind of had a feeling something was up um, but yeah so I've bounced back pretty quick yeah but it meant um, meant you know kind of had to slow things down in terms of preparation but in this, at, in this, at the same time it's kind of been quite nice because like our build up normally we start racing in March with, with Crankworks and yeah. it just kind of ticks on from there so you kind of start like your intense training after Christmas, New Year, and it ramps up kind of naturally. Yeah. But like, if you add like two or three more months to that, it's six months. Like, you can't really like be so intense for six months because yeah. you just get over it. So in that respect, it was quite not like 
it was quite nice, even though like I'd rather not have had a forced break from injury, um, to take a step back, and then now getting back into like ramping yeah. it up. How do you um, how do you spend the time when you're injured? What's your if you've got away? Is there anything you do? Do you try and take? Because lots of people always say, "Oh, you should take bone broth, have vitamin D, but you need vitamin C, you need this." Oh, do you care for that? Do you just run it? I always like, try what everyone. Like, if people suggest it, because you've got no way of gauging whether it works. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, I'm always, I'm a pretty big, firm believer in placebo. Yeah. So, um, I always try, if people say something's worked for them, then I just add it to, like, I'm not taking, not I'm do not doing, harm. like, a cocktail of pills or anything. <laughs> yeah. But, like, um, like... Oh, an example like when I broke my scaphoid real badly and that wasn't like meant to heal um, like Fabian Burrell told me how he used to like blend up eggshells with, and then you cook them in the oven and you make like pure calcium oh, so right. I just like made my own calcium supplement yeah. at home and you just take that was it wild yeah well, you tell you to shove it up your ass so you get, and because I was at home like we've got um, like like chickens at home so yeah. i'm like oh we're getting like the best eggs yeah so yeah so yeah. You, when i just i just crack every morning i'd have eggs and then i'd keep the shells and at the end of the week you like bake the egg shells in a tray in the oven till they get dry out and get real brittle and then um you like just blend it into a powder and then i just put a teaspoon or two teaspoons of this blended up it just looks hey. like a like any kind of powder yeah um and smoothies that was sweet cool and it healed and you healed sweet. So many <laughs> eggs, how many eggs do you need for like one smoothie oh shells. you like probably two egg shells would be one day so if you have two eggs in the morning you um use the shells yeah but at the end of the week and then yeah so it's just like Someone said that, and I was like, oh, it's sweet, I'll give it a go. And it means you don't have to go to shop and buy it. Sweet. No, oh, I better get on Queensland Trading and just see if anyone's got any <laughs> yeah. used eggs. Yeah, yeah. You can look it up. It's like, yeah, um, yeah there's uh, stuff on the internet, because I was like... Is there much science behind it, or is it more of a... Oh, no, it's definitely a thing. Cause I don't it's think Fabian Burrell says I'll trust. It's just, <laughs> it's just how to make your own calcium supplement. Yeah. And you... Um, I can't quite remember how, how the lemon juice was involved, but... Bit of yeah. Tang. Yeah. And um, yeah, but you never know if that worked. No, but like you say, the placebo effect. Who you know, it's but it's not going to do and any harm. It, and if you think you're trying all these things, then you then it, you kind of feel like you're at least giving yourself the best chance of healing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I've been real lucky and always healed pretty quick and like well. Yeah. Um, do you think that comes with like you know there's the the way we we are you know like quite athletic guys and you've, you've always got your blood pumping around your body and things like that yeah yeah I, I find a lot of like guys that are athletic anyway do seem to heal and you see those guys you know that don't do very much they seem to just mm. take a lifetime oh and just like frame of mind i think like um however you you know if you're like no nah, i'm gonna be all good yeah true whereas you force yourself to be yeah good. And you, how long have you been back on mind, that? Man. Yeah, it's a powerful thing. It's a powerful <laughs> Believe. Believe. Yeah. Believe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how long have you been back on the bike for now? Um, 
five five or six weeks five weeks yeah. yeah five or six weeks yeah and you feel like you kind of back to where you were before injury or um yeah i'm still just like lacking a little bit of confidence yeah but that comes i just yeah. haven't really been able to like like i would have liked to have just gone and like laps like you know like do 10 run sessions or something yeah um but i just never we didn't really get the i just didn't really like pan out like that but like we're going um we're flying straight to austria and go to schladming yeah um and schladming would be like be like going to coronet you just feel like a boss yeah so yeah, it's like, like conference going to places time. like that are good for your confidence but then like here like it's quite hard to go and um you know like you might ride like bubba or something in the bike park but like at this time of year it's a little bit sketchy so it's quite mm. if you're coming back off a big crash you're like the last thing you want to do is crash yeah and then very hard yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so that kind of weighs on your mind whereas like if you went to like a track like Schladming or Coronet or something that's wide open yeah where you can just open it up yeah you don't um, it's a lot more confidence inspiring yeah you don't have to really pedal mm. or you just let off the brakes and it's mm. so I'm my like the first race for me will be Leo Gang World Cup mm-hmm. and so like I'm like keen to get up to speed for that and then everything else kind of flows on once yeah. you get back in the race do you think have you seen any course previews for that are they going to run something similar to last year's world champs I hope hopefully so. a bit drier yeah they're pretty cool they're pretty oh it was good. sick it was like it was unreal I mean the only the only shit run was like finals because it stopped raining and it was snowing and then because oh, yeah. it, it was snowing um, it meant like the ground like there wasn't enough liquid in the mud yeah so like well I don't know what the technical viscosity <laughs> yeah, <I'm not laughs> yeah. Sure. We'll so it was about. like it got turned into peanut butter rather than being like ah uh, yeah and yeah. when it was when it was like pretty liquid mud uh, you could actually like rail it mm. um, yeah well that peanut butter it all like just jams up in your tyres gets into your frame yeah. oh well yeah the videos yeah the guys coming through that steep section they were just double wheel lock them and yeah 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 like you could terrible. yeah and um, yeah if you rode it like I was real confident in that and it was like I thought it was sick but then um, it was just a case of go as fast as you can because the mud will slow you down mm. so the faster you're going the better it was the second you lost but that you're watching on the live feed and like anyone like lost a bit of momentum you were just like yeah yeah oh, yeah and then it was like stop you know? mm. it was just like full motion yeah. to get going and then you look at like Reese, how he won like that wasn't a fluke at all. Like he was the fastest guy on track all week. Yeah. Um, and he's obviously like has no problems riding feet up ruts in the mud. Mm. Obviously coming from moto and also living in Scotland, he probably had the two best things. Yeah. Yeah. Because the the ruts got so deep that your pedals were like dragging. So if you had a foot off, yeah, then you had a foot break as well. Nightmare. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're like cranks rotate down. And mm. then it starts kicking because it's like that. Catch so if you could keep your feet on, um, like I had, I put flats on for finals, so that you could just keep momentum and stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, unfortunately, it didn't pay off. I ended up just going over the bars, just like what Cole said, lost momentum and you slow down and you just. Yeah. But um, I hope even like that'd be a sick bottom section in the dry. Leo Gang's a bit of a tough one because like you're the, they've got this epic hill. And they could make the most gangster, wide open, natural track, 
but I think there's so many farmers involved and stuff. There's only like a certain route that they can go down the hill. Oh yeah, there's lots of people yeah. like we would claim to. Yeah, and there's line. all these mountain Germans that. I think that's what people call Austrians. Mountain Germans. Yeah, I don't know if that's um, politically correct, but I've <laughs> been told that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I think there's a few too many like cooks in the kitchen when it comes to using that hill. Yeah. But when you're going up the gondola, you're just like, oh, you could literally just go in and out the gondola poles the whole way down oh, the hill yeah. and it would be unreal so hopefully they make some more changes I find it quite scary out. like you get along that motorway so quick mm. and like um, it's almost like the easier a track is the sketchier it is to race yeah because you've got to just push that limit yeah so much harder it's like Leo Gang's getting down to like 8 second quality gaps yeah you know and then like some if you go, like, some World Cups will be eight seconds to the top 20. It, I just, <laughs> what always staggers me is how consistent the same guys are with the same person. Yeah. There'll be, like, a couple of riders that always just seem to be, like... Yeah, like, you've got, there's only... The top five of the top five, and it's, like, <clears throat> um, Bruni, Vergier, uh, Amory... Troy, Danny, even Danny's like in and out a little bit, mm. but he's really consistent. Greg's in and out a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. Gwen's Gwen used to be in there, but now he's like in and out a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, is he back to full strength? Do you know? Uh, I don't really. I don't really know. Yeah. Um, plays cards pretty close to his chest. Plays his cards a little bit close to his chest, and. Um, yeah, he's like built his own setup, and maybe some of the stuff or products he uses aren't as good as what he was using. Yeah, but he's obviously banking a hell paycheck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. like a race career, only, a race career lasts for so long. But like, he's setting up brand deals with royalties and all that. So yeah. fair play to him. Um, but he, I think he got he got sixth at Maribor and he was back maybe on the podium at um, in Portugal, mm. um, and he hadn't been on the podium in a while. Yeah, I think he could be like. But I feel he like he's got to be a massive at, contender. Like, yeah, you can never rule that fella out. Hey, like he's especially at Leo Gang. <laughs> yeah, especially at Leo Gang. Yeah, yeah take his chain off again. Um, yeah, he like. So he was. De- I can definitely see he was making the right steps in the right direction. Yeah. After a couple of tough years, but there's just so many dudes. Yeah, I think there's. <laughs> I don't. Th- yeah, anyone that can qualify should just give himself a pat on the back. Yeah, I reckon. Like, yeah. it's <laughs> insane. Like you're saying, like, what's it? Eight seconds, and what's? Fuck you, just yeah. It's nothing. It's so easy to to lose I think a lot of it's not about like making speed it's just trying to not lose speed I think yeah. like that's a kind but of I stupid like, thing to say but like I like kind of get pretty analytical of like watching the top guys and stuff um, and they put most of their time in in the easy sections yeah like whereas like I'll go and focus on like a you know like you'll focus on a rock garden or something that's like technical but like you shouldn't actually really be worried about that because no one, no one will take risks. Like people won't throw a run, 
a rock garden halfway down the track. They might throw a run at a rock garden at the finish line because they'll just they might be on a YOLO. run and they'll yolo it. <laughs> yeah. But like um, everyone will hit the section like pretty similar hmm. if it's a bit dicey. Yeah. But then it's everywhere else that so you just want to be dialed. Yeah. Do you um, see a few riders come out? I don't want to say the woodwork, but see you, someone that's going to mind is David Trimmer. You put like get a technical yeah. track going, and you you'll see his name just like, <laughs> and then and now he's good on all tracks. And he's all rounder. Yeah. yeah, and there's a few rides like that though, and you'll like your faster tracks. Yeah, they'll be good. They'll they'll qualify. They'll be mm. in there, and then they'll jump from your fortieth into your top twenty. Anywhere like, that's like pretty pumpy and stuff. De- Dakota Norton's real good. Yeah, like he always is consistently like. The motorway section at Fort William, he's real fast. The motorway at Leo Gang, he's real fast. Yeah, I um I did get like my notes wrote down for this because I was like, shit, we've got nothing to talk about. <laughs> we need something. But that kind of what you're saying there brings me on to one of my questions. And I was going to say, well, who number you, one? Who are your top picks? Going and from it's pretty hard now because you know you don't don't know what everyone's been up to. But if you had to say going into the season, knowing what you know, if you were to put money on people. Just just go one person. We won't uh, go like top three. We'll just like I'll just go Vergier for number one. You think Vergier? Yeah, like didn't um, one say he was going stupidly fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he might get a flat and still crash and still get set. Yeah, I think he wouldn't sit it. I don't. There was a recent race where there was a few top dogs there, like Amory, Martin Mays, and stuff. And I think Vergier like put like four seconds on a one minute thirty track into the field in qualies, but then got a flat. But like. Um, and then he was going so quick with the like shortened season last year mm. and it didn't really work out with some bad luck with the flat in Portugal yeah but he probably would have won the overall yeah yeah and then who else would I put I mean like Bruni is just so good mm. um, it'd be like it'd be sick if Reese Wilson comes in swinging I'd like he, to see it get he won Worlds him. and then won Qualies at Maribor yeah um, and he's a pretty confident guy yeah like you know he's pretty into it <laughs> yeah that video he put out when um, yeah, he released that new bike it was like he's putting pretty, out some pretty, pretty gangster riding footage <laughs> so you, the track team is a, a force to be reckoned with this year yeah but then Reason. that might also Morris. it also could be like an Achilles heel for someone like Reese or Charlie yeah. with Vergier because Reese and Charlie are really good friends but then you know they're also like all three of them would be pretty competitive mm. so is there going to be a hierarchy or yeah, do people d- wind each other up yeah. I don't know because like I guess you can't get team orders really because it's not you're not on the track together so no you're not going to like um, Reese, can you slow down so Loris can take the win? Loris <laughs> 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 is looking good at the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad we don't have that. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see when you get some like. I didn't, from the outside looking at it, doesn't ever look like teams get too caught up with each other. But nah, like but there is. Sports, but there, there definitely is. Yeah. Well, it's just like it's an individual sport. Yeah. And, um, you know, people have their own corner. And then some people might not want to, like, we at, at Pivot, we're like, more, I'm like more than happy, like, I'm how if anyone wants to message me and ask me for my settings, it's sweet as, I'll give them to them. But if I message to someone and ask them for theirs, they might not give me, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not, 
they might be a bit cagey about giving yeah. you a setup, or you might not actually get the settings right that, the, that you thought you were getting. Yeah, <laughs> that's a funny one because the settings don't even work for different people anyway. What no, is, I know it doesn't even matter. And like, um, the cool thing about like mountain biking is, is like you can just go into a shop and buy our bikes. Yeah, um, exactly the same. Yeah, like I don't have anything custom at all. On either of my bikes. Yeah, it's not like motor suspension no. and such where they've got a serious stack. Yeah. So like that in saying that you can just yeah, you I've, if someone wanted to know your setup, I'd yeah. like happily give it to them. But it might not be the same in the whole field. Yeah. Do you change setup much from track to track or you keep pretty much similar? Uh I'm pretty much like set and forget. And yeah. the level's getting so high now that you can't really afford to be like that, but um, oh, I just can't really. I can't. I'd rather maybe lose a fraction of time from that than go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, well, it could be a fraction of time compared to a lot if you get yeah. it wrong. I guess yeah, in the yeah, yeah. And so I just go off feel, and ninety nine percent of the time feel is pretty bang on. Yeah, yeah. Because you see, the specialized bikes are all wide up to. Yeah. yeah, but those guys are like, they've got their system dialed in. But like Bruni's dialed in with Jack, but then um, Finn's not as, you know, he's not doing as much with the telemetry and stuff. Yeah. How many laps do you reckon he does on the telemetry bike? Most of his laps are on the telemetry bike. And he just pulls out the race bike. For yeah. Maybe race pulls out the, uh, the nice Yeah, he'll do like a time training, quality, maybe last practice run. Yeah. Um, but he's on that. And then, that like, that's where, you know, it would be really cool to have that kind of, um, approach approach, and also like backing but um, there's a lot that goes into it like yeah but that's why he's so consistently yeah. good what's your thoughts on that do you think I quite like that how open the sport is to new um, you know new wheel sizes or whatever there's no not really too much regulation brands mm. can do what they, they want I think it's pretty cool just to see I would, I'd love to see Formula 1 if they could if they didn't have any regulations, see what the cars did, it'd be yeah, insane. It'd be and they, and so with downhill, I like that. But there is kind of that no regulation. I think the only thing I don't like is when guys have those, like little personal timing systems on the track. I think Specialized mm. had that one, and I think that, I think you shouldn't be able to bring any of your own time and equipment. Nah, I I, think, I agree. I think you should be able to change your bike, even test your bike as much as you want, but you should not be able to time yourself to that accuracy. Yeah, on a track because it's it's an advantage and a massively unfair. Because like if yeah. you look at, if you just look at a downhill run, like your every timed run you do on the track, you can build on that. Mm. So like, if you it's like if you have your own timing system and stuff, and you have the splits in the exact same places, then if you it means like time training. So like normally at a World Cup, I'll do like four runs practice. And then I'll do two time training runs. And I might not do two full runs, but I'll at least do like certain sectors to gauge. Yeah. And then you can go on Elliot's website or the UCI thing and you can see how those how your sectors compared and stuff. And then you take from that into the next day and you can focus. And like Elliot's real mint because like he'll, because he knows that like I'm quite interested in it. So like he'll be like, 
you're you might be in split one you might be 50 seconds and Danny might be on 49 but you you might be in 30th at that split but you're only a second back whereas you might be in sector two you might be three seconds back but you're in 13th well you're actually better off focusing on sector two because you've got more time to make up yeah then being 30th at split one because you're still in the mix at split one whereas like if someone said 30th then they'll be like oh go and focus on split one um and so like yeah like going back to the question yeah having all those timing systems is like nothing but an advantage yeah but it would be nice if they didn't have it because it meant your only runs you could focus on would be each time and it's fair i think it should only be official timing only yeah i think telemetry on bike sweeps that's like that but i think as far as time goes i don't think you should be allowed any personal timers it should be official timing only and then that's yeah i think that's you know fair for everyone i think hmm. but even like having someone or like even in enduros it's like when they put out those vital rules and stuff and you might see a line oh, and, then, <laughs> and, then you, and then you just go hit it in the race yeah like you don't get to practice it yeah. but you know that that is the fastest safer line or even if like one of us knows there's a line yeah. and they just tell you and you see it on GoPro and you're like, all right, I've got to get that in race run. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and you just like, happens. yeah. And often it won't be like a sketchy line, but you're just like, come into the section, must go right. What was that? <laughs> so, was it Leger or Leger Was it Leger Enduro? A couple of years ago, you had a big, you got a big hook got down at the bottom. It got a bit of, I might be calling the wrong Oh, name. no, it was in Derby. Derby. But I didn't do that in the race, no way. Oh, that thing was... <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was, a lot of people stopped and practiced. Yeah, that was just like... Street crit. Yeah, for the boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No way was I doing that in the nah, race. I feel like there was one in France. So I think it was pretty close to the finish. I'm not sure. And you just come through there and you just like pulled up off something and everyone was just... I feel like it was... I think I saw it on Tom Lewis's... Um, yeah, I don't know. Probably, there's probably mm-hmm. too many to remember. But, um, yeah. But, but sometimes... Yeah, like especially at enduro, if you you just can get in people's heads so easy. Or like Gary Gearchanger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like oh, there's like one incident where we just like on the bus going to a stage. Yeah, no, it was it was on the transfer and we were piddling there, and we had it. We were like it was in Derby in Tasmania, and we, we were, just we were making up fake locals like oh yeah, Shane Mano and uh, what was the other one? Uh, Rocky Shock Boxer. Rocky Shock Boxer. <laughs> and we were like, tell him, like, just taking them. But like, talking loudly enough amongst ourselves that everyone else around us is listening. And we're saying <laughs> how Gary Gitch, Gary, no, no, Rocky Shock Boxer doubled the end of the Dead Mate Rock Garden. Which is <laughs> like, you could look at and you just hear on and people are like and really just, man that's like and you just hear people you just people's ears are pricking up like <laughs> well you, what well George is doing a few EWS this year so don't <laughs> yeah. tell them there's a he don't know he's doing yeah. it yet yeah. we're like what are, you, what are you talking about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no that is uh, just going back this is going back a bit back to what you said about the time training but yeah I think that was quite interesting to see what you take away because I always wondered with the time training how people Oh, the that. faster the faster you can go at time training, yeah. the faster your final run will be. Because yeah, cool. you're like, you you might be able to up your each run by two seconds. Yeah, but you're never gonna be like. So I never. I used to just like fuck around in time training. Yeah. But then I was like, 
someone just was like, "What are you? What are you like? That's a waste of two time runs." Yeah, like at least get something out of it. No, no, that's cool. I just always wondered, yeah, because you're like, does people take this seriously? And that's so that's cool to know that you even break it down to to that degree. Mm. Um, and then yeah, you'd, we just then on, on to enduro. So picks for enduro. You can you can buck yourself. Jack Moyer up there. Jack yeah, Moyer's going good. Cole Lucas has been safe. going very well this yeah, year. Yeah, he has been yeah. actually. Riding with the of confidence. He's uh, the brothers champion. Yeah, super um, yeah. fresh off a super league one. <laughs> you can never count out Sam Hill because he's so fucking good at riding a bike. No, yeah, you can't. Um, yeah. Martin Mays yeah. wants a EWS overall before making the switch back to DH. Yeah. <laughs> is, like he, is, like that, is that him is it downhill. overall and then back to downhill oh, like, I think he wants to focus on downhill but he hasn't finished his goals he hasn't scratched that enduro. itch yeah because yeah. he started out at enduro and he's been like, he was on the podium as a 14 year old I think 14 yeah because he got picked up by the Athertons oh. as just like a super talent mm. and um, yeah he was racing the first like first ever EWS's and stuff so he's been like a pro. Like he's only he seems so much older because he's a really mature guy, How but he's like only twenty three, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he like thinks we're like yeah. He must, I thought he was twenty six. <laughs> no, he's like twenty three. Seems something. to be around for a long time. Yeah, yeah. and it's because he's and he's been racing for almost ten years. Yeah. yeah. Um. Could so never put any other top lot into no. reckon. What a safe bet. That's good. Like it's cool to. Um, I don't know, do you think watching it, if you, it's hard to probably say, but if you weren't a professional, which one do you reckon would pique your interest more? Or do you don't think there's a difference? Uh, I'd always be downhill. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like, you can watch it and it's really exciting. But then, they could, enduro is like, a lot more, stra- like, the only strategy in downhill is just to go as fast as you can. Yeah. But like, um, like you can definitely manage I don't know, enduro, you can be like, oh, I can, you know, not throw away some time. You know, you've got yeah. like a bit more to play with. Yeah. There's kind of a bit of a sh- shit question because I think they're, they're so different. That but now it's, getting pretty, now it's getting pretty gnarly with the... Yeah, some of the enduro stages are pretty like yeah. full down all. Do you know what they should bring back for spectator sports? Four cross. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing better to watch. Or just dual slalom. Dual slalom, but as long as they're on the same track. Mm. Split dual slalom's cool, but I just like bar to bar. Yeah. There's some. Have you seen all the footage of McCarroll back in the day? I seen him with Will Longdon. Yeah, <laughs> I love that footage. Who's the, is it him? Will Longdon's still a hothead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, have I've you got... ever quite got over that race? No. Who was the one where they like punch? Is that the one where they punch yeah. each other at the end pretty much? Oh, where like, it's like Shawno just come. He just takes him out like three times in a run. Oh yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> He's just aiming for it. And he just goes, oof. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah. I think Vada Bar racing, I think as far as spectating goes, four cross for me. Mm. Out of, and that's the one that's like, yeah. kind of disappeared. Which you just see red. I was so like bad for just, you just, uh, no problem, just take someone out. <laughs> Did you race a bit when you went overseas to start with? Uh, it, nah, I never raced any like four cross world no. cups. I raced four cross world champs in Canberra once. Um, and that didn't go very well because I snapped my chain in the gate. Um... Out, but the highlight was actually in <laughs> in practice because you do like gates and me and Walker were, well Walker's comes came from BMX but we were just there great for a pedigree we were yeah. just there for a piss trip 
<laughs> like was this the 2009 yeah yeah and um the world champ at the time um can't remember, his name was like rafa alvarez i think he was like one inside or like beside me but i had the inside yeah and we're only doing like first straight to the first corner but then um we do the gate and i get a pretty good gate and he's like just a little bit ahead of me but he's like leaning on me and i'm like well fuck I'm just going to take the turn. You're going to get rolled. Because I'm like on the inside. So like, sweet as, I can turn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I just like... If hit on the inside, it's like, fine by me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm just like, well, if this is what you want to do, sweet as. <laughs> and he just like keeps leaning on me to kind of cut me off because it's a split burn. Yeah. And I'm just like, boom. I'm just bowl him. <laughs> and he gets fully smoked. I think he broke his collarbone. <laughs> yeah. oh, he, he broke the wheelchair's collarbone. Well, <laughs> on paper. So yeah. who? Uh, and I who, felt really bad because everyone's like, "Oh, he's okay," and I'm like, "Well, that's racing. That's <laughs> what you get. Yeah, Mess with the bull, you, you get, get the, the horns." You <laughs> <laughs> should know that better than anyone. So who won the 2009? Was it Joe Graves? Yeah, it's Graves. Was it Graves? Yeah. So Graves actually owes you one, probably. Yeah. Well, he was pretty quick. He probably would have won anyway. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, bloody quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He probably had no endurance, but um, still, I reckon you could. Maybe but that was my highlight. But when in, um, Brooke used to race World, uh, World Cup for cross, and they were like a wrecking ball team because they just like somehow end up in the same heats and just work together yeah. and take people out. And they, I think they were probably the last of the downhillers who used to race for cross. Transfer over, yeah. But when you look at Earth and stuff, and like Steve P, P. Sam Hill, they're all on G four cross, one as yeah, well. four G cross one podiums. One, yeah. I think it's Earth one or something, and it's just. Every heat, exciting to Sam watch. Hill just goes inside flat corner yeah. every chance. <laughs> like, yeah, last out of the gate, straight into first. Yeah, it's a shame <laughs> that you can't really fit it in now, but I can definitely understand why. And mm. I think it's only kind of for good reasons that you can't. But it's a bloody shame. Like it was, oh, yeah. such a good thing to watch. But it just got too much. It just got BMXed. It yeah, went more BMX than mountain biking. It needed like rough. Tracks. What was that one on Earth? Was it Earth Five? Maybe and it's got that drop. It's like a left-hand turn. It's got a drop on the inside. And Vigo, I think. Yeah. That's real. They keep washing the front. That's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like bodies everywhere. Yeah. That is it. Like, it would be cool if you needed like a short travel bike mm. for it. Like full suspension, short travel. That would have been like yeah, an yeah. epic setup. I think there was like, when was saying one year they had like Schladming and it was just grass off-camber turns. So then it just had like inside ruts and stuff. Yeah. Or you could just hang a foot and just like rail. And you know then at that race you have all like downhill or like more skills kind of guys yeah on the podium rather than just BMXs mm. but yeah bring it back I reckon no just bring back Jill Slalom but with no gates yeah <laughs> shoulder to shoulder shoulder to shoulder who can get down the course fastest yeah get Shauna well Shauna still races elite male doesn't he so we'll bring Shauna back maybe yeah just get Will Longdon in there as like a I'm sure Shauna will be very keen yeah I think he'd have no problems at all yeah he'll be frothing well he ended up losing anyway so he's got yeah was it yeah Will actually ended up winning so yeah and then Sean's probably got the bit in his mouth yeah I couldn't believe when I watched that I was like yeah it was a big big deal back in the day yeah he had some pretty big contracts what I hear um back in the day uh, we'll, we'll move on to, will you say, World Cups, 
Enduros, what else is on the list? What's on the your calendar? Are you going to focus mainly on Enduros? Because that's kind of been what... Um, yeah, my focus probably would be on Enduro. But yeah. um, depending on how we're going, like, I think I get to do three World Cups and World Champs. So four downhill races, do Crankworks, um, do Hardline. Yeah, cool. And then... But you don't have to flip the coin anymore to decide <clears throat> nah. where you're going to go. Nah. Um... <laughs> But depending on what happens, whether or not, maybe see if we could maybe go to the last World Cup in America because I just like racing in America. Yeah, yeah. Uh, America's just a sick place. It, I've not been. I mm. went as a child to Disneyland, but apart from that, I've not been mm. back as an adult. And I so I went to, to. I was injured, but I was at with the West Virginia Snowshoe World Cup, and like, it's in like heck nowhere. Like there's nothing going on, like full kind of deliverance people sitting on porches American flags like is Moonshine not? pardon Moonshine yep vote <laughs> Trump vote <laughs> Trump yeah and uh, but then for the race like just you know they had like 30,000 people turn up to this little mountain town to watch and they're just so passionate and it was sick and they're just like on the on the beers at like eight in the morning, they're just like, yeah, <laughs> we're cool. Yeah. They were just like sitting outside the tent, like, have a beer, have a beer. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nothing else to do. Me and Kurt, it was actually real sick. So like we did, because um, Kurt was just kind of helping out wrenching because I wasn't really racing anymore. Um, so me and him just went and walked from finals. Like we started at sixty. Yeah. And the men started, and we just walked down the track, and we just because we had like the media passes, you could go in the B zone, and we just got ended up so hammered because everyone, all the spectators, yeah. are just giving us beers and stuff, <laughs> and it was so mean. Uh, yeah, will be good. You, will they have spectators at the American one? I think do, America do just know? does America what they want. Pretty eh? free to go. Yeah, well, yeah. The country yeah. Free, I guess. yeah. Um, yeah, so hopefully. Be good so I really hope that race goes so ahead. Yeah, and the back at Lee again. Yeah, so yeah but only 600. Limited. limited. <laughs> yeah. 600. How do they even monitor it? Oh, I don't know, yeah. But, yeah. Oh, it's kind of weird not having spectators. It's got to be like massive. I don't know. I know I go faster if somebody's shouting at me. Mm. Yeah. But it's just weird, like, you get down the bottom and it's just like... It's like golf. <laughs> yeah, it really <laughs> is. Um, Bravo. Hmm. But, yeah, hopefully... What what will determine that? Is it a budget situation at the moment, or is budget pretty, like... Uh, no, just, like, um, I think it, it's a, there's a clash with the last Enduro. Uh, okay. And if I had the choice, I would probably rather drop the last Enduro and do one more downhill. Yeah. But then... Yeah, they, I want to go to Scotland <laughs> I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth. But I don't want to be racing in Scotland in October. <laughs> Chris Ball. He, he, yeah, I'm, I'm he's pretty sure a, he's a, a listener of this. Yeah, he's a great yeah. guy, but he's just really making it hard for us at the moment with this racing in Scotland in October. <laughs> yeah, I think I, we speak on behalf of most riders that <laughs> come to the Northern Hemisphere for Why summer. Why don't we go to Scotland? And, July. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, well, should be an interesting race. Oh, yeah. 
and it's but it is mean racing in the Tweed Valley. Yeah, the running around that I think mm. Inleithen has got to be one of my favourite spots yeah. even to this day. It's quite um quite similar to the style of trails that we ride. Yeah, like maybe even, it's a bit tighter. Definitely, it's definitely, tighter, like, it's yeah. definitely like you don't got need that kind of mill bar there. No. Yeah, you just when you watch everyone that rides from there, like Lubu Cannon and even Marky, they kind of like hmm. a little bit more. Marky's <laughs> lost weight, hasn't he? Yeah, it's a marathon XC rider. I saw a photo of him the other day, and I was like, I had to look at it for like. He used to be a big boy too. Yeah, he used to be a little nugget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. DCs, angry, <laughs> angry Mark. Um, now he's into marathon XC, and he's doing a spattering of EWSs this year. Yeah, like quite a nice hit of heat, like a bit of a mullet going on. Yeah, he's looking, oh, he's he? looking like he's lives in the Riviera. <laughs> yeah, I think he moved to Monaco. What? Really? <laughs> you see, no, he's still no. got. I was gonna say. No, he's yeah. But, um, no, nah, Marky's, Marky, well, that's kind of where Mark, what Marky's into is just punishment. Yeah. <laughs> that how right was his bread and butter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even him, he was broken. Yeah. Was, he, he went quiet for so a bit. What's the hell ride? Uh, last year, um, we rode me, Cole, Brady, Brady Stone, Charlie, um, Charlie Murray, Marky. Uh, we rode from Sospel in France to Molini where Sven and Uncle live. Yep. And it was like a 130k all day epic. Three and a half thousand metres climbing? No, four and a half thousand metres climbing. <laughs> Off road? Off road. Yeah. And on like, I was thir- it got up to 39 degrees. Ooh. No trees. No trees. Oh, one climb, it was just black. And it was like, but it was pretty sick because, and the last climb was 2,000 metres in one hit. Poor Scott, like, he, uh, he is from Scotland after all. <laughs> yeah, 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 his yeah. skin is not, yeah. not made for that sort of. Uh, but it was, yeah, so it's called the Hell Ride. He's already, they're keen on another one. I don't know if I'm... I'll pass on that. <laughs> we did it like the week before in EWS, and it definitely wouldn't have been the ideal prep. Um, but it was, it's pretty mean to have done it. I don't think and we rode some sick trails. Boys still need to get their tats too. Yeah, me and Cole got our Hell Ride tats. Oh, yeah. yeah. On it is the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> there they are. Oh, nice. Yeah. It? Italy to France. Italy to France, Baby. crossing swords. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So that, yeah, that's Marky's jam. Yeah, he's into it. But there was some. Well, that might might be why he's taken this this new approach. Eh? Oh, it's just kind. I think he was just slowly <laughs> always hitting down there. He's like the and only one to do all. I think he's done like every single EWS since the beginning. Yeah. He missed, maybe missed one due to only last year. I think. Yeah, it was the first one he missed. So he's been um, doing it for a long time. Oh, that's a good. Yeah, yeah that's a good Sure. And he's like so into the physical, you know, the conditioning and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely can definitely see him continuing with like that sort of style of racing, and then maybe also starting to train people. I'd say, yep, He'd be yeah, real good at that because, yeah, it's hard. I mean, it's pretty mint if you're working with someone who can smoke you. Yeah, or just <laughs> go who can like talk the talk. Yeah, well, that's what I always see. Like, so you see someone like putting on your training peaks, go and do this, and it's like, well, <laughs> you go and do it. Yeah. <laughs> I always, well, yeah, I always thought it was kind of. I understand because the coaches have the, you know, they they understand the body, they know what you have to do, and they can know how to get the best out of a person. But I always thought it's always funny how you have a coach who's not as good as the guy they're training. Mm. Yeah, and it, I don't know, like. Well, that's kind of the goal because if the coach was better, then he'd be the professional there. But mm. 
I think if you can have a coach, which is it can unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like, been there, he's experienced it, or he's got mm. like a little bit more. Yeah, I think that's got to be an ultimate kind of package for I think like the best coach should be some, it's not someone who's like... Because some of these guys are so opinionated mm. that like, oh, he's doing wrong. Oh, that's wrong. That's wrong. Like, my way's right. Yeah. But it's like, there's so many different ways to end up at the same, like, destination. Or yeah. Whatever. It's more like the best coach should be someone who can like, know how to get the most out of mm. that person rather than being like you must get to this wattage or you must road you can do that yeah but like for mountain biking it's like you got doesn't to matter yeah, it doesn't matter how many watts and shit you can put out because yeah well it does you know, if you yeah, can put out I mean, more yeah it's got to be better but yeah if you can put out more if but you can't it, put them out it's like being able to do it it's just being able to turn up and smash it for that one time yeah but yeah I don't really know where I'm well, going I, this, I, well, <laughs> <laughs> I, know exa- no, I know exactly where you're going to so one years and years ago I was on that uh, Steve Peak development team mm-hmm. and we, we went to the Harlem University in Sheffield and they sit you in a circle and then you write down on your your, your list of what you're going to improve and everyone's like oh, I'm going to eat healthy I'm going to go to the gym I'm going to I don't know fold my clothes whatever <laughs> and you're like oh cool that's good and I wrote similar things, but I said, I'm going to ride my, my bike. I'm going to ride downhill. Mm. And I think I was the only person that was like, the only, you can put the fittest guy in the world on a bike, but if he doesn't know how to ride mountain mm. bike, he ain't going to go that fast. Yeah. You just got to, and I think I see you guys riding all the time. Mm. I think people think you can't fuck, well, you, you're fucking around quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, people think that, you know, you, I don't think anyone knows how much work that you guys put in behind the scenes, or maybe they're starting to know now because they consider like it's pretty evident. But I don't know, like you guys. Are yeah, but we're lucky because we're lucky. We get to ride some sick. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. It doesn't really feel like you're slaving away. No, no, no. And like, you, like I always think you could do more, but I've also because I used to fixate so much on like a certain amount of volume. But I've learned, you know, over the years about your body and stuff, how, like, it doesn't matter if you miss one day. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to go backwards. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just, like, do it. Just, yeah. We go, like, on lots of rides and stuff, but we get to ride sick tracks. And, uh, you know, it sucks. Like, the first, like, after New Year's and stuff, you're like, yeah, oh, access road, access road first time for the season. You're yeah. like... This is rough. It was a couple of weeks of and then of pain. and then you just pop out of this cloud, yeah. And you're back on, and it's like things start getting easy, and it makes it more enjoyable, yeah. Because it's no longer such like a mission to go on like these big rides or just big climbs or whatever. Because so you you just like you can chat a bit, and then you get to do sick downhills. What is it with the access road? <laughs> it's just it so good. brutal, but it's yeah. brutal. Like yeah. no matter how many times you do it for people that. Obviously, out in Queenstown, the access road is the road that takes you up to the top of the bike park if you don't take mm. the gondola. And what is it? Tw- let's say for your average guy, 25 minutes to half an hour? Yeah. To get it. And so that's like still a like normal, a good time, but it's gravel road. It's quite hard to like knock the time off because mm. you just have to really suffer. But cool. like, you bottom, can... you can gear for 80% of the climb. Yeah, yeah, but you can, uh, you can do it like and keep some convo rolling and we do it in like 25 minutes and that's all good. Yeah. Um, but it's like 500 metres... 
Yeah. I think. Yeah, just shy. And mm. I think. Oh, no. Oh, no. 4.50. And, um, yeah, you just, it's just such a good climb because it's like, it's like an, an oh, what do they call it? Like an intense, not. It's it's a good gradient though, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like yeah. threshold. You just like, there's no let up. No. Yeah. Doesn't matter how many times you do it though, you, it doesn't mm. get easier. You know, I think like, Queenstown oh, Hill's worse. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Pretty I think all the climbs I just don't like it. I just don't like the road. I don't like the asphalt road. Hmm. Even though it's like grippier and you kind of ride quicker. I don't we know. always do it from home though. So we go up Frothy's uh, yeah, yeah. Goldfields uh-huh. and it's much nicer. Yeah, we've only, we really, really recently started, we started just riding from home yeah. and it's so much better because yeah, so uh, you, you get a bit of a warm up yeah. for 20 minutes and then you start climbing mm. and normally we just drive park at the bike park unload and just go straight into the access cold and you're like two punches straight off and your lungs are just like burning yeah yeah i like sore lats from holding on the bike it's so steep sometimes (laughs) (laughs) but if you train on a hill like that like every other hill is all good yeah yeah it's like when you go coming from (laughs) i used to think with one climb in rotor it was kind of steep and then i came down here I went back up home for like a week or two and I was just like, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> just like smashing out climbs that I used to like think were a little bit like hard and now they're just completely normal. Yeah, your standard just And like if it was yeah. an EWS, we'd walk heaps of the access road. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. All just park, Huckier, you'd walk. <clears throat> we'd walk that whole stretch from Huckier up to um, just that, that hairpin before. Because yeah. you walk heaps. How hard are the liaison times to meet these days? Are they... Oh, they're real chill. They're not yeah, too bad. If you, if you didn't have a mechanical that took a bit of time, that would be. Yeah. Like, but if you lose five minutes, yeah. you, like, to gain, to catch up five minutes is actually, like, you have to really go quite a bit harder. Yeah. It'd be yeah. like trying to knock five minutes off yeah. the access road. Just going from cruising yeah. to really hammering it. Yeah. But, um, and I always try and, like, arrive at the start line with like five, between five and ten minutes yeah so that you don't cool really. down too much mm. but with that timing if something goes wrong then all of a sudden you're, you're like pump. now you're arriving bang on yeah but it is yeah. I like man they do make it chill yeah that's yeah. good so I you think. do walk a lot yeah if everything goes to plan like you have no mechanicals it's, it's pretty cruisy really mm. yeah yeah you're like just chilling and walk most of and the often <laughs> you like if it's a big climb so like Let's say it was like 700 metres in one hit. They'd have like a little food station and that would be like a little neutral zone. And so everyone kind of like meets back up, chats like for 10 minutes and then you check out and you go again. That's good. Yeah, because I think the, the racing should come down to the downhills at the end of yeah, the day. Yeah, it shouldn't yeah. be a race. To but the then stages. I like it when sometimes like it is, it is meant when they like flog you. Yeah. But it sucks at the same time. Mm. What <laughs> gonna, did you think that like tactics will have to come to well like personal tactics of how hard you're going to push yourself if the liaison times were shortened uh, moment, I guess you can just pin it and then you can cruise but if they were like alright this liaison time is going to be real tight you'd be like alright shit actually it means I need to chill out a bit on that run uh, but yeah I, I'd rather just see you pin it on the down <coughs> yeah I reckon it. it's meant like because um, the AWS went from like being like a pretty a bit of a game of one up where all these events were trying to like make it harder and harder and harder yeah, and then the first year started yeah 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 like, and it was just like <laughs> yeah so they were just doing two you know every day was 2,000 metres climbing and then you're doing all this racing but then you might have like 
one day it'll be 2,000, next day it'll be 1,500, but then you've got to do that in practice as well. So, like, oh, over yeah. four days, you're doing 7,000 metres climbing. Yeah. And But it's the last two days that are racing. And then when you add racing into it, you're just, like, completely buggered. Mm. It'll be interesting to see with, like, the, the double format they've got this year as well. Yeah. Because that's a whole lot more riding as well. So it'll mm. be interesting to see if, like, fatigue and stuff sets in on the second race. So how have you found it, Cole? Because... Um, you was lucky your first time on a like a factory team, if you like. You went from privateer to yeah. I had a pretty good privateer gig, so I got to tag along with Eddie and stuff. So it was yeah, probably as good as it gets for a privateer. But yeah, last year was my full like proper season, getting properly helped mm. out and paid as such. So it was yeah, it was pretty unreal. <laughs> did you feel any pressure, like, um, or did you feel like pretty confident in yourself? I guess you've been around it a bit. Yeah, been or, around it quite a bit, but yeah, definitely felt like a bit of pressure. But then also. Definitely would have been pressure like first race. Yeah, first race. But then, then if you do it was okay, a pretty weird first race because we had yeah. zoom out where it snowed, oh, and it was like, oh, we're even going to race and yeah. stuff. But yeah, it's definitely like you're around a whole new team of people and you don't want to fuck up as such. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Did you? Well, I guess the format was a bit different because they didn't have the overall. No, champ, yeah, was it? It was individual races. So. Individual. So how was? Did that help you kind of chill out, or did you did you yeah, rather just a bit, like, but oh, everyone was still kind of like it, like all the riders are still looking at it like there's like you're like yes, there's no series, but you're still kind of like oh yeah, like where, where have you been? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, so like I think that's only natural when you're that competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. to where you are. Yeah, yeah. You so like Jesse Malamud, he won twenty twenty. Yeah, he smoked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like you know, and like you might not get the you know the kudos for being champion but you like have amongst, that amongst the riders he won two races and yeah, it's like, like and Jack yeah. Miles <laughs> is like second or third and it's like everyone knows the picking order of how it went yeah oh yeah it depends what people care about but I think for me I think I like the respect from your your peers if you like is like does it really matter much more than that at the end of the nah. day? obviously when you were in your position you are wanting sponsors to mm. pay you a bit more or you want and so it, hopefully they can Hopefully the sponsors can see what Jesse did and mm. pay him accordingly and whatever. But I think most importantly, in ten years' time, everyone's gonna be like, "Yeah, Jesse, kick." Everyone's yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that's what's gonna stay with you, not the money you're gonna spend, but even the momentum into like the next season. Man, like, I killed it last season. <laughs> pretty good. So how are you feeling? You've had a, like, how much time did you have on that bike before last? Last um, year, you went from the pivot to the. Yeah, I've, when did I, get, I got my first bike in December. I got a alloy bike because they were making the V2, which I'm riding now, in carbon, and the alloy was the exact same. But I went to um, Finale in February, and we did a big team camp then, and, um, and then I came back for Kringles Road Road, so I pretty much rode on that bike since February. Yeah. So, yeah, I had a good stint on it, and the, the team camp was really good. My teammate Robin's, like, super like, onto it with suspension set up. Yeah, where I'm pretty like pretty uh not really that on towards his attention, so it was good like learning off him, and I kind of copied like quite a lot of his settings, and they worked well for me. So yeah, yeah, the team count helped a lot. Have and you you've got a mint bike? Yeah, the bike's wild. <laughs> yeah, bike yeah. it's yeah, you can definitely tell. Yeah, even if you like follow me, everyone's like, damn, your bike's like tracking. Something. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Which is uh, like only more confidence inspiring when you yeah. know at least you've got good equipment yeah for sure. have you had a chance to do any like serious testing yet with your suspension with any 
with the tech guys or is that to come or nah, was not it really. not going to happen I went to the Fox camp in Portugal we didn't do timing as such but just like it was my first time ever doing like a Fox camp and even that was just like just telling them what you're feeling and then they just like adjust it and it yeah. was like it was unreal <laughs> yeah like you're just guessing otherwise well for me especially you don't know much so yeah well, that's good. I guess it will just come with time. The more of those you do, you'll come at least with yeah. the base setting you can yeah. give them. Yeah. Like, it is, I'm pretty set and forget. Well, yeah. Especially for enduro. Because, like, you know, you might, one stage might be, you can't change your bike setup during the race. No. Like, you, you could. Bike the you way. could, but you're not going to. So you need something that's just going to be, you know, it might not be 100% on every track, but if it's 80% on all of them. Mm. Um, it's better than being one that's know, it's good for one track and then it's <laughs> shit in the, the tight or something because yeah. there's so much like variety of trail so you need a bike that can pedal but you also need one that can plow and you just like set it up so that it feels comfortable mm. um, you've been doing well on like quite a few so what you got second at the three peaks Yep. Which is an enduro, but then uh, you podiumed at the national champs. Oh yeah, the downhill. The downhill, yeah, on the yeah. trail bike. Yeah. Were you the? Who was the next trail bike after you? Was I think um, Brady Stone was maybe one or two behind me. Two behind mm-hmm. you. Yeah, but yeah, a lot of the top guys did crash, but yeah, it was. I was pretty. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's still like fruit. Like yeah, it was a pretty loose track. Pretty gnarly tracked. Yeah. But no, nah, the trail bike actually went all good. I think I've just been like lapping all summer yeah. on the Gondi and then it was just like, it was just, I was not really used to it down on bike, so the trail bike is like perfect for me. Yeah. It kind of, I am like, if you lap, it's only helpful. Yeah, like, I was saying... Because <laughs> like, we, enduro is just like racing downhill multiple times with an element of like physical suffering. Yeah. But the better you are going down, yeah, like this summer I've done 150 laps and then say when I lived in Rotorua I wouldn't have done like 40 shuttles yeah. in the summer just because you can't pump them out that quick and, that, and that's just like you say that's laps on that we've ticked on the Gondi the amount yeah. of times you pedaled up as well you're yeah. not counting those and nah. there's got to be a few of them like you guys are always up there so you almost have your day pedaling up you on the digger. <laughs> yeah doing something so yeah. no it's cool like I think between you and uh, Charlie Murray as well, I think the two guys that I think I'll be yeah, interested to see how to go. That guy. He's always a wild guy. Eh? Kiwis have got a stacked setup, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you were on the, um, uh, was it Trophy of Nations team when they won the under 21s? Oh my oh, God. No, I was wrong. on the elite team. Oh, you're all right. I balls up, fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I'll I, edit that out. I, I, had a, I, I did a bit of a cock up on that one, but. That was like oh, it was such sick a fun race. So team New sick. Zealand, uh, team New Zealand. In my opinion, went across the board that week. Yeah, we, we were like the vibes high. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was <we're> team like, <laughs> manager. Eddie was team manager, and we like Eddie was like real good at like including the juniors and everything, and like we were like a full team as one, which was like pretty cool. Yeah, and then like I think even like a couple other teams were like, oh, we need to like get along with the juniors and help them out. <laughs> they like. Oh, it was me. We, we took the juniors to the strip club on Friday <laughs> night for team bonding. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we went to the strip club. Yeah, <laughs> and they and won. Yeah, yeah. And they won. It was sick. We had, and we'd like go out for team dinners. Yeah, we had this, and this restaurant that was just like the hub for Team New Zealand, and he was just like the guy loves us. Yeah. and he was just like 
yeah, every day we had to, had to like have a table reserved for Team New Zealand. We'd come in. It was so yeah, was much the fun. Best, the best way to finish a season. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, sorry, I thought you were in the under 21s list. I didn't no, I was in the, it was me, in the elite Walker, yeah. and Keegan. Keegan. Yeah, yeah, so it was awesome. three in the elite team. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, it was we cool. finished fourth, so we were just off the podium as well. Yeah, it was yeah. a pretty tight battle. Yeah, it was. It was sick to watch too, because you're like, as a spectator, because I was just going and watching at the bottom of every stage, and then catching up, like, just With yeah, orange slices. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you'd like see one rider come, and he just like. And then you're like, yes, two, three, yes! Because yeah, <laughs> we're like always like, in a train. Ah, uh, did they set them off in a, well, that's, in a team You could train. do like technique, but we just went for the full train. So, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, you'll have to get um, and like, heaps of teams, party shirts. Heaps of teams started doing it once you got there, so you guys would train. Yeah, we just drop in like, the first two would go like right behind each other. And then the last guy would go like five seconds because you could like sprint and catch up. And then it was just like mint because you're always riding like pretty good, but then you can serve a lot of energy. Mm. And I think it was before the last stage, it was like six seconds from us to Canada. Yeah. And then it's like down um, Men's DH or whatever it's called. And it's like, we're like at the top, like getting revved up. <laughs> like, Doing a hacker. There was like three of us and we just had this tech that where Walker would go out the front and just bury himself. And then uh, for the downhill, like the last downhill, Keegan would overtake. Yeah. <laughs> and then we would slipstream behind Keegan all the way to the finish. And it, like, it worked out pretty much. It was like, mean to watch, too, because you were just like, yeah, uh, you're so nervous. You're just like, oh, and then one, two, three, yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was sick. I reckon that was probably the best uh, race around. I didn't even race it, but it was mean. Yeah, we killed it. I um yeah, one of the things is coming over here from the UK, I used to race the, the BDS scene and whatever and it was quite serious even at like the even amongst like the youth and juvenile oh, yeah. came, seriously, I came here. I can't remember what my first race was. Or even my first national here and I just remember being like, Where's where's everyone's turbo trainers at the top? <laughs> I'm like, this guy's not even wearing like fucking shoes or something. Like it's kinda of like yeah. I reckon if you turned up with a turbo trainer and used it in a national oh. way, it would just not, Even, it would go down like a lead balloon. We've yeah. got like this North Island series called the NZDH, and when I was growing up, it was like, it's like the series you race, and it's like pretty serious. But then, like if anyone's warming up, you get this sh- like shit ripped out of you. Like, <laughs> What's this doing riding up the road and doing push-ups for? <laughs> all you gotta do, all you do is just get in that shark circle, yeah, and just pedal around in circle, and then it'll be like twenty seconds later, you just go and start going off. Go, <laughs> <laughs> just not ready. Mm. Yeah, but it obviously seems to work. I think different. Oh. Well, like plus the same. I think it just makes you enjoy racing. Yeah, like it makes more than one way. Makes makes racing fun. Mm. Like if you're brought up like that, it's like you're not like you don't have to deal with, or like your whole development years are just fun. Yeah. Whereas like you know, at a World Cup or even at Enduros, it's like it's a bit tense at the top. Everyone, like we always joke around and like because we're all good friends, but. Everyone goes about their own little business and stuff. And at a World Cup, it's like, you can cut the tension. Yeah. Um, but you've built up to that point where you can handle it. Whereas if it was like that when you're like 15, how are you, ex- how are you expected to like stick around? <laughs> no, yeah. no it just be shit. Coming here definitely saved the love for me. I honestly, before I came here, I almost uh, pulled the pin on, on the race night because it was oh, too really? much. Well, I was like, mate, I ain't, I ain't getting sponsored. I'm not anything flash. I remember like, what, and then I was like, "This is 
it's too expensive and too much of like too much time consuming to, yeah. to just turn up to a BDS get like intimidated turn up turn up, go on pissed off because you're not doing as well as you want and came yeah, here and then like and your was, expectation is so high because you've put a lot of money into it and then you, but you're always it's like a big game of keeping up with the Joneses and it's like mm. you know if everyone's getting a new bike but in New Zealand it's like no one it's, it's, it is kind of hitting that way and it kind of I like don't really like like seeing that yeah. with like lots of all these kids down here like, from the North Island quite different yeah they're like all the, you know lots of kids have fresh bike every season and stuff but you don't need that no like, mum and dad don't need to be like we don't put new tyres on <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah yeah like it's like yeah big case of run what you brung but like I remember going to the UK for my first ever BDS when we me and Malink turned up and we just like bought the Black Pearl and drove there and we went to like a charity shop and got a chest of drawers and Malik was using that as a workbench and um, we pulled up and like people were like having a laugh like at us yeah but like not in like a friendly way yeah but like no one had a clue who we were so like I no one no one knew anything yeah we were just literally sleeping in the back of the van on a mattress or not in the back of this bus and it was raining and shit and like Bernie Bernie like let us come and come and like hang out under his tent and stuff but like people are just like coming around and having a look but not talking to us and just like snickering yeah yeah and I was just like fuck, fuck you. you yeah yeah and um yeah I was just like you guys are shit yeah <laughs> like, I, uh, yeah like what are you laughing at we've come all the way from New Zealand and you, you try and fit yeah. anything more than a bike and 23 kilos of cheap luggage I don't think For people know the, the struggle so much with because hmm. put it this way why do you think the racers don't come here because it's so hard and it's like and so do you think it's easy for individuals to, well I just remember being so blown away I just remember being so blown away that people were like like having a giggle like at you not with you not coming yeah. over and saying like how's it going but just like kind of sniggering and like look at these losers and I'm like, look at you losers with your motorhome mum and dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, at least we're just like, we're going to the pub, see you later. Yeah. Like, hang out in the Fort William car park with your mum and dad in a motorhome, that sounds lame. I think Kiwi's kind of like froth, like a good hoary setup. Like, yeah. If you go to oh, like a New Zealand race and someone's running like a ghetto setup, you're like, yeah. You're like, check it out, you're like, this is awesome. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, very much when you get back home, you're. People know your results. They don't are like whatever. They want to hear the stories that happened. Hmm. And if you if you went and you had a cushy like motorhome, turned up to a race, did your thing, went home, they'd be like, "Well, what did you even travel halfway around the world hmm. for?" And the best well, thing is, is when you like so there are like kids like that in New Zealand. But when you get them away from mum and dad, they're really coming out of their shell. <laughs> then they start really enjoying them. More into yell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the first time I actually heard of you, Eddie, was. So I think your brother had, I can't remember what year it was, but your brother had started to like make a bit more on the scene, whatever, and all of a sudden there was like this Eddie Masters dude, and the story was the the leather jacket I think you were wearing, and you'd <laughs> yeah. been pulled over by the UCI, and you got told it wasn't professional look, and <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, what did you yeah. say back to him? No, it was from riding in a party shirt. <laughs> it's a party shirt. Yeah, yeah, at Fort William, and then it was Jonesy, I know Jonesy. 
and he was the commissary and he came up to, I didn't know him at oh, the time yeah and he was like you can't be doing that it's not professional I was like well I'm not a professional <laughs> so, <laughs> like I'm literally here on holiday I had no aspirations to be a pro mountain biker at that point yeah I was like li- I've worked all summer to pay for this trip I'm gonna wear whatever I want it was from Primark too was that, so was that like Mads on to what's his normal Marshall point he Marshall's on Marshall the Sachs Marshall I'm Sachs. pretty sure Jonesy. it was Jonesy um, but yeah and then the leather jacket was like um, I flew to Frank when was like because he was riding for Bulls and he was like oh come and race this IXS Dirt Masters um, in Winterberg um, we'll pick you up and you can roll with us for that week and then fly to the UK and like it's basically a free race you can come do um, and I got there and it was like snowing like all week and I had no clothes so me and Sean and McCarroll we had we dumpster dove into the clothing bins and I got <laughs> and I got the leather jacket and it was like um, I just started running it because it was real warm must be you're up you're running like that soldier. yeah yeah, yeah. so I just started hot, running it heaps I just kept leave it unbuttoned <laughs> summer edition and I remember um, like I've, as my whole life I've like idolised Sam Hill and he's like pretty nice that bad boy <laughs> yeah. and I was just like oh my god oh my god <laughs> boys did you hear that yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Nice. yeah he's like look pretty good in that bad boy <laughs> oh, I was just like awesome. oh this is sick I wish I still had it I don't even know where it went but it was mean because you could just wipe it off yeah mud and, and, and it's wet. probably it's more protective than a jersey yeah so you probably just like up on the PPA yeah no it was good it was shit hot I bet it would be for shit off. <laughs> well, we've been going for almost an hour and a half. I think that's not a bad time to wrap it up. Bloody good. But um, I don't know what what notes do we leave on? I guess moving into scene. How just yeah? How are you feeling? What? Feeling Com- good. Feeling good. good. Yeah. Yeah. I just keen. To, I'm just getting it. Keen to get racing. Yeah, it's always nice to get like this. Yeah. Sometimes I like racing more than riding. You just like because you just get to ride certain yeah. tracks that are like and once you get the first ways out of the race, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Flows and like, enduro's yeah. mate because you you're nervous for the first stage and then the race flows into each other. Yeah, but downhill sick because you just go flat out and the tracks build. It's like moto where the ruts build up and you get. It's not like you can just go to a bike park and ride a track that will ride that well or be mm. rough, but like doesn't get the traffic down it. You doesn't know, get the get traffic. It doesn't build up the ruts that like will actually hold you at speed and stuff. Um, so yeah it's pretty we're pretty lucky to get to ride some yeah. sick trails yeah well, I like having that excuse yeah. to just go balls to the wall and scare yourself otherwise mm. I don't know it's kind of just you got to be a bit in a nutcase to do it if you're not racing I think to think yeah there are some few nutcases out there though yeah <laughs> there's a few in this town there's a Ben Watkins <laughs> fuck <laughs> yeah whenever you ride with a boy you're like Ooh. yeah the level of the level of local in Queenstown is pretty insane. The undercover brothers. Yeah. yeah. Jack, like, what was Jacko saying the other day? He's just mid fertile loop, rolls into mini dream, flips the thing, oh, and yeah. doesn't even stop and just rolls back out. Yeah, Jacko does a full fertile <laughs> loop and like, comes out and he's like, oh, I did a pretty good lap today. He reckons he gets to the table, does a full loop down, rocks up to mini dream, like, doesn't stop, rolls through the full jump line. Just cuts in front of everyone. Flips the last one. <laughs> yeah. just, just puts drop rough and like pedals out to like the casual as it can be. Mid trail ride, just like mad stays, big backy. Yeah. Drop her up back into the rest of the trail ride. Like, oh, I reckon that was, oh, that was pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I'm definitely um, keen to get uh, Jacko and Dave talking a few 
yeah. new stories as well. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to keep these going. Get them going. But, yeah, I look forward to... Um, yeah, horses horses got some real good stories because he he chased the like world cup dream for a year yeah and um shetty's got some good ones yeah yeah there'll be a lot of people that remember nick bygate from his one year <laughs> <laughs> what, what season was this i'll have to uh it would have been like 2010 2011 i think oh okay so yeah pretty good and because he's like mates with brook and stuff he's just rolling around with all the boys but he'd he'd about to tell you some some pretty funny stories and loads of people still ask me about horse yeah Jill Kittner was a big fan <laughs> really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well because Marshy was her mechanic oh, he was always there yeah. she always asked is our horse still around yeah. <laughs> what's oh that's a quick question is uh, Marshy with you guys again this year because he nah that was just a one time that deal that was just a one time yeah. deal it was real funny rolling. too because uh, so in qualities I beat Greg so he was stoked yeah I'll <laughs> and bet then, yeah. Uh, and there was like no hard feelings but he was just like oh, that was pretty cool <laughs> and then um, he's like if you don't get on the po- he's like, you better get on the podium. He's like, yeah, you're looking good out there. You better get on the podium. He's like, if you're not on the podium, I won't be here. I'm going to pick up my new KDM. <laughs> and no word of a lie, you get not on the podium. Marshy's nowhere to be seen. He's already gone. <laughs> Man, it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. And another, to end with a funny little Marshy story. So like, I like come into the pits and he's built my bike and he's got it all ready and then he, I hop on it and it's like, I'm like bouncing around. I'm like, oh, feels weird. I'm bouncing around. I'm looking at him, and he's just like, kind of like, messing around on his phone. And then I was like, go over, and I'm like, have you? I was like, it's something not quite right. He's like, you passed the test. Yeah. <laughs> so I messed with all my settings to see if I could feel it. <laughs> oh, he was just like, wait, is he if you pass the test? Yeah, if I could tell that he'd changed all my settings. <laughs> yeah. I would, it's awesome you did, but it would have been just as awesome if you didn't. <laughs> yeah, and, and put down like the best run of your life. Nah, because then he would have just put in what he thinks is mint. Yeah, 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 very true. Yeah, he's got a few good theories. Um, yeah. Oh, bloody good. Well, yeah, I'll let you guys get away. That's one hour 30. Boom. Bang on the dot. Too uh, easy. Well, good luck overseas, boys, and we'll see you in three and a half, four months. Thanks for having us.